I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is Let's Talk About from Style Canada. And let me tell you, we're talking. Let's face it, we talk a lot. <laughs> we talk about things we love, hot topics, and anything in between. But what about the things we don't talk about? What about the things we want to know, but don't know how to ask? Don't worry, we've got you covered. Let's expand our horizons. Let's talk about it. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Let's Talk About. This week, we're talking about with Aileen from Aileen Way You Love brand. Aileen is going to be a part of the pop-up this month of August in Niagara-on-the-Lake at 233 King Street, and we are excited to have her, we're excited to have the brand, and we're doing this podcast series to learn a little bit more about the stories behind the brand. So Aileen, thank you so much for being here with us today. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, so let's start at the beginning, I guess, with your story. So just what, okay. what's a little bit about your background and how, how did we get here to this conversation today? Okay. Well, um, yeah, question. a lot of people ask me, off. a lot of people ask me, how did I get involved in this? Am I Colombian? You know, do I have roots there? And no. So it all started with just a family trip to Colombia pre-pandemic. Like I'm talking, we were in Colombia when the World Health Organization announced that COVID was oh, the wow. pandemic. We were in Cartagena. Yeah. Oh, so, wow. Um, okay. Yeah. So we were traveling. So it kicks off Columbia. with a bang. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but you see in the markets there, they sell these colorful mochila bags, um, which is what I sell. So I had grabbed a couple of souvenirs and a year later I was wearing them around town. And every time I wore one of these bags, I would get stopped by friends and strangers on the street, you know, uh, like, oh my gosh, where did you get that bag? What is that bag? And some people knew what it was. They were like, is that a mochila from Colombia? Um, and so it just happened that, you know, this was like when COVID was kind of slowing down and I was looking for, I was itching for something to do, looking for a little business idea. And this just felt right. I was like, I wonder if I could sell these bags here, try everybody seems to love them. Um, and so I actually did a 24 hour trip to Medellin. I have a friend there and I bought 10 bags at the market, brought them back, tested them out to make sure this was something everybody was really into. And sure enough, it was. But then I started to research about the bags and I found out that they are um, a tradition and a part of the culture of the indigenous people who live in the north of the desert. The tribe is called the Wayu um, and they're very poor. They have a very hard life in the desert and this is their ancient tradition. It's an art that they pass down from women to girl for generation to generation. And it's literally their only means of income. Um, and it's, it's, it's super important. So I decided right there and then that I would do this if I could find a way to work with these communities. I didn't have any interest in 
just flying there, going to the market, picking up 20 right. bags, selling them here. No. Um, and so I started to call some people in Colombia. And when I was talking to one of my friends in Medellin, um, I told him, you know, I want to do this, but I've got to find a way to partner with these communities. And mm -hmm. he had a contact. He was like, oh my gosh, my cousin has a friend who is of these well, tribes. Of, she's a YU. Exactly. <laughs> and so a month after this conversation, that was July of last year. So August, 2021, I flew to Barranquilla. Um, you know, I was picked up by Pablo from the airport and we went to his friend Rosa's uh, community. Oh my and gosh. that was the first, that was my first entry into this. Um, yeah. So I picked up, I don't remember, like a hundred bags, 150 bags from that village, came back to Toronto and sold them within two weeks, which I didn't expect. So right. I was like, okay, this is, this is something that can work. And from there, yeah, from there, this business model sort of developed. I have more partnerships in Columbia. I'm working with several communities now. Um, yeah. And then the key for me has always been that this is sort of, um, it's not just a business to make money. It's, it's a passion project. It's a way to see if I can partner with these communities and help them. So one of the things is that I will always travel there. I travel to Colombia every two, three, four months. And I go to these communities, they know I'm coming. So they, you know, start to make the bags for me. I buy the bags directly from them at above market price, which is huge because they're usually stuck selling these to, you know, middlemen. Um, it's very difficult for I was going to say, do they, usually, do they usually sell it to the markets or a middleman who then would sell it to like someone in Canada kind of thing? Is that how it would work typically? Not necessarily to Canada. But they, but, um, okay. yeah, they, they find their way from their village, like through dirt roads to the main roads to get to the markets and they have to find buyers for their bags there. And then those okay. people sell it to, you know, in the market or to somebody else who's selling it to a bigger market. And yeah, they've told me they get very little, their trade is very undervalued. There's a lot of people making these mochilas. So it's not like they've got something to be like, to bargain with. They mm. basically have to take what they can get to, to be able to go home with some money. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, so it's a difficult life. So it's so you know, I go into these communities, I'll buy 30, 40, 50 bags at a time, and I'm giving them fair market price. You know, they're getting mm -hmm. they're getting the opportunity to earn a fair income to support mm -hmm. their communities. And then I also give back a portion of my proceeds to them. I also recently did a fundraiser, um, so we could raise a, a little bit more money to really make an impact in these communities. So in one of the communities that I work with, we asked them, you know, what can we do to help you? And they mm -hmm. had an old windmill that wasn't functioning and it was attached to a, a well deep in the ground. And they said, if you can help us get this working and, you know, get a system going so we can provide community the water to water to the community, that would be great. So I jumped on that. So we did that. We had a team of engineers go in um, and they, you know, fixed whatever was broken with the windmill. They put in a whole new pipe system. So now the windmill sucks the water from the ground. It goes to a filtration system. And then we've got pipes going to the entire community. So everybody's got fresh, wow. clean water now. That's amazing. Yeah. And I know I saw on your website too, there's something with, is it something with shoes and oh yeah. 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 So Can you tell I us a that. little bit about that too? Yeah. So I started that a couple months ago. Um, okay. So there's schools in these communities and a lot of different, like there'll be one big school and a lot of different communities feed into that school. So the kids from different villages walk there. It's a long walk in the desert and um, you know, they're walking barefoot or broken crocs or broken flip-flops. So what I did to help them get to school is we got the name and shoe size of every kid at the school um, and bought them a brand new pair of shoes in Bogota. 
had them, you know, shipped to Rio Hacha. And yeah, so each kid got a brand new pair of shoes. So we did that last time with 150 pairs of shoes. And we did that again. We're working with some communities even further north in La Guajira. Um, We visited that school, like when I went back in February, and they told me there's going to be 150 kids there. And when I went to the school, there was like 50 kids. So I asked one of the teachers, where's all the kids? And they said, oh, well, a lot of them can't come because they don't have the shoes or the means to be able to make the trek to school. So I was like, I know how to fix this. <laughs> so, so we did that again. This time there was 180 kids. We got their wow. name and shoe size. So I just came back a week ago. We did this whole thing. It's, it's crazy. We sit there. We're like, we've got all these shoes and we're calling the kids names. And it's, it's just it's such a chaos, but it's beautiful oh, at the end of the amazing. day. Yeah. Everybody leaves with a brand new pair of shoes. And the other thing we're working though is again, in that community, that's very far North. Um, there's seven different communities who feed into that one big school. So okay. one of the communities is very far. Some of the kids have to walk three to five kilometers to get to that school. Okay. Um, and so, yeah, one of the teachers approached us and said, you know, these kids can't, it's too far for them, too difficult, but I'm a teacher. And if you build us two classrooms, just a little school, we'll teach the kids here. So there's 80 kids in this community. And that's the next project we're working on. We're building, yeah, we're building two classrooms, just a little like- school. And um yeah, Such and it's an impact in that area. Yeah, but it's great because they're involved too. They're not just waiting for a handout. Like if we give them the money for the materials to build this school, they'll build the school. They'll teach the kids. So mm-hmm. that's what I love about mm-hmm. it is that they're invested in it. You know, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. they just need they just need our help. And so, what was the? It sounds like now. I mean, you're very much a part of. Uh, how many communities are there? Actually, that's my first question. Is there like there's the, there's the one school. Is there like multiple little, like how in that I work with or that, there's or that a lot you, yeah, I'd be interested okay. to know like the, how many communities you work with. And then just to understand like geographically, like, is that the size of, you know, the GTA, like what, what geographically oh does gosh. that span? And is that, if you don't know that offhand, it's okay. I'm just, yeah, I don't know that offhand, like, but it's, a, it's a vast big area in La Guajira and it's okay. all desert. And um, the why you live in little communities by family and extended family, okay. but each community will be one family, like extended family, but they're all related. And that's, okay. and that's how the communities are. So um, yeah, so there's, there's a, one a community couple, that I've, a couple yeah, hundred in a community. With. Yeah, probably. Okay. And then there's always like this main area where the chief lives and there's a couple of houses and there's the big kitchen and maybe there's a little school and then when you walk around the outskirts of that, there's all the other families have their little house. It's not even a house. It's a hut. They live such simple lives. It's literally just a hut made of natural materials with mm-hmm. hammocks in it. They sleep in hammocks and they really don't have furniture at all. Mm-hmm. Um, there's tables and desks in like the area where they meet or in the school. And, and then there's always a kitchen and it's again, very simple. It'll be like a cement sort of slate that they then cook a fire on and all of their food is cooked on that fire. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, there's another maybe cement slate where they have like things to dry or they put the food and it's, it's very simple. Like you can't imagine how, what a simple, simple life simple they life live with simple have. materials, like with the most basic. And how, so we know how you got like in, in touch with that community, but what was it about Colombia that was it just literally a family trip, like random, or was there some ties? It sounds like you had some friends in that community, like or that area. Were you like yeah. what drew you there initially? We'd always been meaning to go to Colombia. I have um, some friends here who are Colombian who'd always been telling me that you need to go, you need to go. And 
that's it. We were planning a family trip for okay. March break and we were like, let's do it. Let's go. So, um, you know, I love Columbia. I love the people there. They're so warm and welcoming. I've never felt like a foreigner there. It's, you know, people talk about, they think that Columbia is unsafe, but I actually feel very safe and, um, and welcome there. I mean, you do have to watch where you're going and just like you would here, like anywhere. But, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. But the people are so welcoming and warm and friendly and helpful. Um, yeah, I just love it there. And then the way that this business happened, like I told you, it just, I just you kind of it's like got led universe. that way and exactly. And the doors opened where they should. And it just keeps going that way. Like I worked with one community. Um, so I, when I was there, I hired a local photographer. Um, his name is Ivan Sanchez and he's now my partner there. Like he helps me on the ground there. And he led me to another community, which I've been working with since September. Um, I work very closely with that community. That's the one where we put in the windmill and we'll keep helping that okay. community. Um, and he has then led me to another, like the other group of communities in the far north, where that's a group of seven different communities. So that's something new that I've been working with since February. And I went back there again this time and I'll be going there again. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, it's super helpful to have somebody there who is partnered with me and helps me out. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it's just, I've just been led that way. You know, you can feel yeah, that this, this feels right. And, and, yeah. and, and the other thing is that I feel like um, we've got such a great community here in Toronto mm -hmm. or the GTA that is supporting this cause too. Like they love to see the progress. They love to see the impact that their help and their purchase is making there as well. Um, mm -hmm. I really feel like if, if that wasn't there, this wouldn't be possible either. Like you know, I think right. it takes a village. It takes a village to help a village. Yeah. Oh, I love just that. Just me helping them. It's it's our community here helping yeah. those community there. Yeah. Those communities I love that there. slogan. Yeah. Do you use that in your? I didn't see that in your marketing at all, but I feel like that's that's the slogan. I, I think I use the hashtag, but it's, <laughs> it's a pretty common one. But no, but it's true, and I know that. Like, well, the other wonderful thing too is that these are amazing products. So people like it's not like. I want to help them and like, you know, I don't really love what they're selling, but right. come on guys, like, let's do this. Right. No, no. Like what they're making is something that they've been making for generations. It is, you know, this beautiful woven, um, the traditional one is the mochila. It's the, the cross body bucket bag. Yeah, and just let me talk a little bit about the products. I'm actually, I'm looking okay. at them on the side as you chat. So why don't you tell everyone a yeah. little bit, like describe them a little bit. Yeah. So they're made of this acrylic and, you know, dyed um, yarn, it's not cotton or wool, which makes it great because it's actually machine washable and it doesn't shrink or lose its size. Okay. You know, you machine washable, lay it flat to dry. It literally will last a lifetime. They use theirs for a lifetime in the desert. Like everybody there has got one flung over their shoulder and it's, you know, um, it withstands the heat, the, the, the rain, the desert. So, um, but they're just so, they're like wearable pieces of art. Each one is mm -hmm. woven. Like when you see your bag, you know that there's a girl or a lady sitting in the desert and it's one needle and thread that she weaves around her finger. So she's got like the needle in her right hand and the thread woven around her index finger and the left hand. And she just weaves and weaves and weaves. Um, it starts from the bottom and goes all the way up. And it's these intricate, beautiful patterns and designs. And I know that all of the patterns and designs mean something to them. Mm -hmm. um, and they learn each one and, you know, they represent either their clan name or something in nature or their dream or something about life. Um, one that's very popular, you'll see is triangles, which represent stars. And when they're laid out okay. in a certain way, they represent constellations, which is very important for them because that's how they orient themselves in the desert. Okay. Um, oh, wow. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. And what's really awesome is when they use these beautiful, bright colors and I was going to say the backdrop. I 
There's like some the beautiful ones on your Instagram. Yeah. yeah, where everything's brown and blend. And then there's these beautiful pops of color. It's just, uh, it's really incredible. So when I walk into one of these communities in the desert, they've got them all hanging from the huts, from the trees. And, and I just like stare at the yes. beauty and I have to I have to choose which ones I'm going to bring back with me. But, yeah. And it's hard because I have to think of like, they're also beautiful here like this, but I have to think of when I bring them back, which ones are going to sell because, right. I mean, I do have to be able to sell these bags. If I can't sell these bags, I can't go back. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. uh, that's the business portion of it. Like I, you know, it's a beautiful product. People love them. And mm -hmm. so, you know, I always have to find new ways of selling them, which is why I'm so happy to partner with you. This is a whole new audience, mm -hmm. a whole new market to be able to sell the bags to so that mm -hmm. I can go back and continue to do the work that we're doing there continue to make the impact that we together are making there. So yeah, so there's a crossbody machila bag. And then something that I just discovered one day in a market and you don't see them often at all is these larger tote bags. I so, love the tote, yeah. Yeah. And those take like two to three, some take four months to make. So wow. they're very oh hard gosh. to get. Like you won't find those in the markets in Colombia at okay. all. And I asked, you know, my ladies to make those for me. And when I go, like I'll pick up maybe a hundred mochilas and 20 tote bags. Okay. Like they're very hard to get. Um, and they okay. take them a long time to make. And then there's other little things they make too. Like the, the straps of the mochilas are so beautiful. And so they make these into like, you just take the strap and they bind leather on the ends of it for me. And, you know, we make those into camera straps or purse straps. I've got just a few guitar straps coming. Oh, cool. Um, yeah. We've got, and then we've got some little cute mini mochilas, some medium sized mochilas. I've got a few, like, we're just trying a couple of things out. They, they made me some dog collars. Like I didn't even ask for that, but they made me some dog collars and dog leashes. And I was like, okay, I'll try these out. Yeah. Fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we're trying to like expand the collection a little bit, but yeah, the main substance of it is the, is the mochila bag, the crossbody yeah. plastic bag. Yeah. I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. 
Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. No, I love how I, I'm just kind of envisioning. First of all, I love how if people want to see how they're made, they can definitely go on your Instagram and there's some videos that, that yeah. show that process, which is really interesting. There's quite a few videos that show the ladies making yeah. the bags. And then I did a series of interviews with the ladies. There's a four part series where they talk about it. They talk about how they learn to make the bag and why it's so important to them and why it's so important to keep this tradition alive. And then they talk about the difficulty as well of, mm-hmm. like I mentioned before, selling this bag and how they don't get um, such good value for it. Mm-hmm. And then in the last video of the four, they thank us here in Canada for appreciating because here, I think people really do appreciate what a handmade um, product is and what goes into it and the tradition and the culture behind it and they know mm -hmm. that and they are thankful for that and I think when you share too like the fact that you shared you know one of the totes takes anywhere from three to four months to make like it kind of when you put a timeline to things for people it kind of you know shows the true artisan and craftsmanship behind things too it's like oh wow that's not just like run through a machine and and quickly created like to to take that long to to put together is true like you said earlier a work of art and each one is unique it's not like one lady has one specific pattern and bag that she just spits out every month no no like every time she takes because I've asked them how do you get inspired for your next bag and it's usually something it's usually something that it comes from their dream or something that happened in their life or something that they've seen in nature and then they're then inspired to make the next bag that they're going to make and so I know that there's um there's, you know, different people selling these bags right now, especially in the States and there's some bigger brands and they um, talk about how they create their designs and they work with the YU communities to have their designs made and they'll have like four of this bag. And that's something that I try and stay away from because mm-hmm. I appreciate their originality, their inspiration, their design. So, I mean, what I'll do is sometimes there's a bag that it does so well here. Like people love it. Well, like, can mm-hmm. you make me that bag again? So there's a right. couple of bags that I've sent them a picture and I'm like, can you make me this bag again? Yeah. Um, and the other thing is I'll request a certain color scheme. Like the blue color scheme does very well here. The black and white, I have mm-hmm. none left right now. There's some coming, but they sell out instantly. And okay. the neutral hues do really well here. So I'll ask them to make me some bags in those color schemes. But I don't want to tell them like, I need this specific design. I want to continue to you know, marvel at their inspiration and their artistry. Mm-hmm. I just and, and like, that's why each bag is unique. And you, see I was going to say and, each bag is one of a kind in a way, right? Yeah, like yeah. I would imagine, yeah, and speaks to that individual person uh, well, and whether I they're dream people. And, yeah, yeah, I love when people come to shop the bags, and I see them sometimes. They get drawn right away to one bag, and that's mm-hmm. their bag. Like that bag speaks to them. Something about whoever was inspired to make that bag. Mm-hmm. that inspiration speaks to them. And it's so yeah. funny because, you know, there's so many bags and they're also beautiful. And I watch people do this all the time. They come in and they grab that one bag, but then they're like, oh, but they're all so pretty. And oh, and I love this one. And I love this one. And they get so confused. And I tell them, listen, go with the one that first drew you in. That's your bag. And they're yeah. like, You're right. And they grab that bag and then they're so happy. Yeah. I feel like there must be like some, it's kind of like when someone picks a crystal or something like that, I would, I feel like there must be some like, cosmic force that draws someone to the woman that created that bag and her story and and the yeah. person here that, that buys it right yeah like there must Isn't be some so higher beautiful. power that yeah connection, I love that. 
I love how you said that, like that connection of the person who bought the bag is connected to the lady on the other side of the world who made that bag. You I know, feel like there a- must be like, there must, you talk, I mean, I think it's so inspiring and honestly, like quite amazing, even shocking that you've been able to do as much as you've been able to do. And, and really it sounds like a year, right? Less like than July year. and Less August. Yeah. And I had so the idea to- in July, I had the like trial trip in August, but this really started in September. Yeah. So like not even, yeah, not even. And how, and you've already been back there, what, three times, like, it sounds like two, three times. I went in September. I went in November. I went in February, March, and then I just went back again. Okay. Now I just came back. Yeah. Okay. So like for, for some time, I've already <laughs> been able to do as much as you have been able to do it really. I mean, I think one, it's a testament to like you and, and your drive for sure. The community, like you mentioned here, but also like everything kind of aligning, right. And, yep. and everything a bigger force at together, hand. like a bigger meant force to at be. hand. Yeah. yeah. What were you, For what sure. were you, had you built a brand before this? Like what, or was this all learning as you go from the, from the business I side of things? still learning as I go. Yeah. I am probably making a ton of business mistakes. Like I know what I'm good at. I know I'm good at um, talking to people, telling the story. I'm super, like, this is very genuine. I'm super excited about everything I'm doing. And you I think tell, that comes yeah. across. Yeah. Um, but on the, like for the first, from September till December, I was having a really hard time just keeping track of the financial side of it. I had to get my sister to sit down with me and create these Excel spreadsheets where I could like plug in as I go, every single expense. And now I love it. Every time I have an expense, I put it in. Every time I have a sale, I put it in and I can track everything because it's super important for me to be able to do that. Um, And then like, I had to create a website. I mean, I am the least techie person on the planet. So thank God I had a friend who helped me design that. But um, I do want to have sort of a Shopify or an online commerce going on on my website. Yeah. I dabbled with yeah. it a bit and it got um, overwhelming to keep track of the inventory. Like if something sold there, I had to pull it out of here. I had to manage shipping. So yeah. um, I'm going to get back to that in the fall. Right now it's not active. I've got some pictures of what I sell them that I've written like email me for more information. But the way that I sell online is really through my Instagram. People see something they like, they DM me um, Mm -hmm. and they ask to see a couple more pictures. We do a FaceTime maybe, or really like I just send a whole ton of pictures and then people circle the bag that they like. They send me an e-transfer. I drop the bag off at their house if they're nearby. I've shipped shipped a bag to Australia through my Instagram. Like I'll ship, yeah, I've shipped to Vancouver, uh, LA, New York. Um, So yeah, and then the way I sell is the Instagram and then- pop-ups like yours um there's mm-hmm. one at distillery now at yorkville like there's little pop-ups like that all hosted pop-up in my backyard or i've had friends love host that. pop-ups for me in their homes it's yeah. just so grassroots right now um it's still but very it's, small it's just me like i have no volunteers no employees nothing like it's me everything you see is me like, <laughs> so it's, it's a lot. hard it's a lot yeah it's, it's a, a lot, lot. And, yeah and thank god for my partner in columbia like i do have help there too I, I don't uh-huh. have to manage all that like he you know sets up the, the village trips for me the driver the whatever we need there it's all taken mm-hmm. care of I am so well taken care of when I'm there mm-hmm. um so thank god for that I couldn't manage that, mm-hmm. that <laughs> but, yeah I mean it's already a lot so I can imagine it's helpful to have like an on-the-ground navigator right and and help I need that I, I would be able to do this yeah. without that yeah 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 so you have a a, a small but mighty team then <laughs> Yeah, (laughs) that's grow. I'm sure going to be growing with the success that you've had already within the year. So we, everyone knows that they could 
uh, find you at the pop-up now? What are some other things that you online in the fall? And, and if they see anything on my your Instagram. Instagram, honestly, yeah. it's my Instagram has been key and vital. Like I know, you know, we hate Instagram and we love Instagram, right? Yeah. But for <laughs> me, for this business, it's that it's, it's really been the way that I've grown this business. It's right, been, you know, yeah. when people post or repost and then their friends and followers will find out about me. And then like, that's really just how I've grown this brand. Mm -hmm. um, it's been really important. And if they're fine, looking for you on Instagram, it's just A-L-I-N-E-W-A-Y-U-U -U, love. Just yeah. so people yeah. know where, exactly where to find you. Thank yeah. you. Yes. Let's, let's put out that Instagram handle. Lean yeah. Why you love for sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, any, any other fun and exciting things coming up for you in the next, the next half of this year, I guess you mentioned e-commerce on the website is something you're looking at. I'm hoping to be able to get that done. I hope to, Instagram has been so important for me and I know I need to get on Facebook. I just, again, I'm not techie and I have limited time, but I want to, um, launch a little bit on Facebook as well. I think that'll be super helpful for me. Um, I'll be doing some holiday markets. So I'm looking forward to that in November and December. And in September and October, I've been invited to a couple of yoga retreats to sell my bags there. So just oh, looking for more thing. opportunities yeah. to reach new audiences, to you know mm -hmm. partner with amazing okay. other entrepreneurs, amazing other things happening. Um, but the, the other thing that like, I'm most excited about is this little school that we're building in the north of yes. Columbia. I can't wait. Yes. I can't wait to go back to Columbia when they built that school and go visit it and, you know, see how it's working, see the kids in there and see, again, the impact that we've made. Um, the other thing we'll be doing is, again, in that one community that I work really closely with, um, when I visited the, them this time, they have a little school in their community and they built, it wasn't their last time, they showed me, they built a small kitchen. So that, that when the kids come to school, they can feed them. So it's just a very simple two-room kitchen. They made it out of natural materials, but um, they actually get a bit of rain. So the walls, which are made of natural materials, are starting to disintegrate. So they want to cover it in cement. So they asked for a bit of help there to be able to purchase the cement. Again, it's if you give them the materials, they'll do it. You know, um, And then again, in the kitchen, um, they need pots and pans and plates and cutlery and utensils. So I said, like for sure, I'll help out with that. So um, I'm amazing. excited to see that little kitchen you know, um, when is come together, when, yeah. when is your next trip yeah. back? Is it like, would be the fall or yeah, sometime in the fall. I'm not sure. It's so hard to predict. And, um, yeah, it's too early to predict from now when mm -hmm. things will fall into place. Like it's got to align with my schedule and my family schedule. A lot of people in Columbia schedule, like everybody's mm -hmm. got to be available when I want to go. And it's not always the case. Yeah. So yeah, these trips, like the timing of them are, are quite tricky to plan, but when it comes yeah. together, it's awesome. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I want to go on a trip now. <laughs> I know. I, I want to come, like, like, come with you on a trip. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to have to at one point organize some sort of like little trip like that. I've got so many people who've expressed interest in that way. It's funny. I'm yeah. sure. I'm sure. I remember hearing, um, the brand Tom's they at one point had brought people on when they first started, they had brought people on Did these they? trips and then it just got so big that they created this like virtual reality experience so people could see what the trip was like so I'm sure yeah. at the rate you're going in like a year you'll have a VR experience of like what the trip is you like know what that's like. what I try and do though through the little videos that I put on yeah. my Instagram yeah. you know I really try and give everyone like a, a real true honest look at what it's like when I go in the desert I put videos of the bags hanging and how I choose them so people can see that process um, I've got videos of the kids playing and the women making the bags and 
Um, awesome. we, we shot some really cool videos this time when I was there. So I can't wait for those to come in and yeah, I'll be posting those. Yeah. Those. Excited to see yeah. those. Well, we're thrilled to have the line here for the month. I'm so excited. Uh, at the yeah. pop up. And so yeah. nice to chat with you and hear more about the story of how it came to be. It feels all very serendipitous and like you're exactly where you need to be and supporting this community. So amazing. And congratulations to you. Thank you so much. Thank you for tuning into this conversation. We will have a brand new one on a brand new topic every Monday. If you were intrigued by anything in our conversation, we encourage you to talk about it. Tell a friend, post on social media, take action in your very own way. Subscribe to get the newest episode at your fingertips as soon as it drops. Until next time, check out Style Canada, a disruptor in the media for its community of inquisitive style seekers.